Time for James McConey from The Crowd Goes Wild and the Kiwi Football Fix on Sky Sport. How are you, James? I'm okay, Piney. I think I'm uh, a little bit more calm than the other day when I phoned you about the All-Whites coach uh, naming debacle. But yeah, I've, I've calmed down. Yeah, we had a good chat. I enjoyed it, actually. Um, and with the benefit of a, a couple of days to, to reflect, um, what is your current thinking on the way this all played out and what we might see from here? I just feel like it's a shame that you can't uh, wish for good things as an All-Whites fan. Sometimes you just think, can we just have uh, the best candidate who they thought was John Herdman? You could tell that reading between the lines. And then for him to come out and say... Uh, look, I'm, I've had an offer from New Zealand. I've turned it down. I'm committed to Canada. It's a slap in the face. And um, and look, whether he played uh, New Zealand football or whether he just got cold feet, um, either way, I feel like it's such a, a long and arduous process to go through just to be left uh, empty-handed like that. Yeah, I I agree. And I'm now just looking forward to seeing you know what the next step is and and because i mean as you know it's just such a wonderful group of players who deserve a you know a high quality coach to take them through what is an exciting time with um, an expanded world cup and a, and a world cup cycle over the next two or three years yeah and they need somebody who can win their respect because they're coming back from some big clubs around the world and it's a bit like when ryan nelson came back and kind of coached the all whites while ricky herbert was there um <laughs> sorry ricky but you know um, if you get someone like that coming back from those big clubs and the guy isn't up to it, then the players will run the show and then you you sort of get into murky waters. So they need someone who's got that mana. I always like um, Ufuk Tale. He's the, the guy I always thought was had shown what he can do and, and, uh, and he's a bit old school and, you know, uh, he's foul-mouthed and loves to, to, you know, chain smokes and all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, he's got a wonderful way with people, great man manager. And he, I saw you interview him, Piney. He said if, if he got a call, or you asked him, if, he, if, he got, if New Zealand football reached out to him, would you, would you take the call? And he said no. Yeah, and that was pretty much the end of the conversation. Yeah, we, uh, we await developments with interest. Uh, great to see the All Black Sevens um, back in the winner's circle. Big win over South Africa in the final of the Sydney Sevens last weekend. 38 nil. I mean, that's a hiding in any game, particularly a final. They were good, weren't they? Oh, they really were. And, of course, the, you know, the Black Fern Sevens are just superstars. And, in fact, I felt with that final um, with the Hamilton Sevens, that's the, the way they should have just promoted it. You're going to see Porsche Woodman out there just mowing people down and fending people in the face, and you're going to see Stacey Flula just smiling her way around the paddock because they are the big stars of New Zealand rugby right now. And yep. um, and now the men stepped up in Sydney. Uh, again, a, a win for the women and the men. But I'm just amazed by the youth and the and how good the young players are coming through. We've had a few school leavers um, uh, over the past few years turn up for the men's team, and, of course, one of them, just happens to be Carlos Spencer's son, Peyton, out of Hamilton Boys High. Looks like an absolute superstar. But Piney, this is the thing with Sevens. It's, it's a different body type. It doesn't suit every type of athlete. At some point, he's probably going to make a choice whether he wants to come over to 15s. But for now, looks looks incredible. Yeah, enjoying watching Peyton Spencer and the All Black Sevens. And you're right, the Blackfern Sevens, who are the superstars of our rugby landscape at the moment, doing so well. Breakers last night, that was good, wasn't it? Into the uh, into the, the semi-finals, could the Breakers be about to revisit the glories of a few seasons ago? Could Andrew Mulligan be winding up for some more finals commentary gold? Well, well the big deal, exactly. 
he'll be warming up. Well, it is, it's a big semi at home for the Breakers and a big semi at home for Andrew Mulligan, I'd say, because, you know, he's he's going to be there uh, at Spark Arena. They're going to have um, uh, a packed-out, uh, sell-out crowd. They avoid the play-in tournament. Everything hinged on that, that result last night. Piney, did you watch it? Because there was so much drama. I watched. I, I did, yeah, I watched. It was well after midnight before I. Yeah, it was well after midnight before I got to got to bed after that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, um, McDowell White, who'd been a bit of a star all the game, kind of butchers it in the last few moments. We were really lucky to go into OT, and then in overtime, I did like how um, McDowell White totally redeemed himself. But there are all these kind of bit part players. Yeah, there's a guy Rupert who everyone thinks is going to go to the NBA. But the team is more than that. The veterans, Abercrombie, Rob Lowe stepping up, um, Isaiah Liafa. I think he's a St. Pat's Town boy. Um, if I, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's a spark plug for them as well. So there's a lot to like about that team, and the imports are great. Yeah, yeah, you know, Isaiah's dad George was a long time Wellington Saint, and I think you're right. He uh, he was uh, he was St Pat's uh, alumni, or is St Pat's alumni. Just a quick word on the Six Nations. Um, I didn't expect Scotland to beat England, but that's twice in a row at Twickenham now. This is the whole thing. If you watch the, you just need to see the highlights of that game. I think they're on YouTube. It's on Sky as well. Um, Scotland play incredible rugby, and I've got to say that there's one of the greatest individual tries ever scored was scored by Duhan Vandermeer. Yes, he's a South African and he's six foot four and 105 kgs, but that try is just worthy of any... I mean, you know, Sir John Kerwin, um, the late Jonah Lomu, all of those, you think about those great long-range wingers tries from a big winger, that is right up there. And um, to me, that was a, a beautiful moment in the game, quite early in the game, but they play great rugby, Scotland, and I mean, are we adding them to a list of potential teams that could win the World Cup? I mean, why not? Well, I mean, jeepers, though, even if they don't, they might be one of those those spoiler teams who, who have a say. They might not go all the way, but they'll have a say. How's that? Yeah, exactly. They've got enough weapons, right? And if they can unleash them, then anything's possible. So uh, I'm, I'm glad to see Scotland uh, doing that because it's been a while, isn't it, since we've had... Um, seen a, a truly great Scottish team and um, yeah if, if the draw if the cards fall for them over in France they don't mind playing over there they do it all the time um, who knows who knows indeed always love our chats James both uh, here on the radio and uh, and off the air as well let's hope for more in the week ahead you know what if uh, Piney I love it as well um, if Bill McLaren was alive I'm sure he, they would have said that he was rampaging like a demented rhino <laughs> James McConey, Crowd Goes Wild, Kiwi Football Fix, and across all your social channels and with us on the radio.